Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and it's the most wonderful time to have beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading How the Grinch Stole Christmas by Dr. Seuss, and starting with a beer. And this beer is called Coquito. It is, a, it is by Finback, and I believe it's a collaboration with uh, McKellar San Diego, I want to say. There's like a little thing on the side there. So Coquito is a Christmas beverage. Christmas beverage. What is Coquito in real life? I think of it like it's coconut, eggnog. Coconut rum? Sort of. Kind yeah. Of this one has... Uh, yeah, it's McKellar SD. It is a milk stout brewed with cinnamon, nutmeg, coconut, vanilla, and lactose. Coming in at 8.2%. Hmm. It, it tastes like a nice stout. Get the, I get the cinnamon and nutmeg flavor. I don't think I've ever actually had a Coquito. I'm, right. not, get, I'm not getting any coconut. In all fairness, this is a kind of old can. There's something a little bit strange, actually, about this. It's roasty. Flavor. Sort of in the aftertaste? I don't know. Uh, it's, I mean, it's okay. I'll drink it. Something odd. I mean, I dig it. It's all right. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little old. <laughs> but it'll do. I mean, originally I was like, oh, maybe I should just get rid of this. But I was at the tap room not too long ago, and they had it on tap. But it was the batch when they made these cans. I'm like, well, they can have it sit in the keg for a couple months. The, keg, the can can't be that bad, right? No. It seems like science. Do we say what book we're doing? Yeah, How the Grinch Stole Christmas by Dr. Seuss. So PhD. Yeah. Uh, it stars the Grinch, who is a real asshole. Yeah. He probably just has, like, depression or something, though. Um, I think he's just, he's got a, like, social anxiety issue or something. He's also the only one who's, like, green and furry. I mean, he's not a person, right? He's he, the He's Grinch. the only one of his species. So yeah. maybe that's why he's so angry and bitter. I think so. And his species doesn't celebrate Christmas. They pray to the wrong god. <laughs> Speaking of, let's have a beer. We got a lot of beers and not a lot of book. So this is, for Christmas, this is... From Evil Twin Brewing, it's called Even More 8-Pound 6-Ounce Newborn Infant Jesus. It <laughs> is a 5% alcohol milk stout. Now, normally, the Even More Jesus beers are really big, like 8 to 10% alcohol. This is, they made it these two smaller ones. This one's for babies. So, therefore, baby Jesus. I think it's more gimmick than anything else. I kind of really don't like it at way all. way thinner than I thought it would be. Yeah. Well, it is only 5%, and it's just a milk stout. It's not an imperial dessert stout I mean, like, like we're kind of used to. stout kind of is like just... Physically thinner. There than, aren't like, like Guinness is pretty thin. That's a, a what a lot of people think of when they hear stout. Yeah. All right. So the Grinch lives up uh, on a mountain. Does the mountain have a name? I don't even know. I don't think so. It might in the movie. I think the movies, especially that more recent turd one, Jim Carrey one. No. Well, that's also garbage. But I the, like that one. The one with Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, what? Yeah. I don't yeah. even know. They, CG, they CGI'd it. So oh, God. Cartoon wow. ones. And they added you know an hour of extra plot because there's not much to it. Yeah. There might be more lore there. Anyway, he lives up there, and he just watches the Who's down in Whoville get ready for Christmas, and he just hates on them. Because of all their noise and all their toys and all their other things that rhyme. All their boys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And have all these huge parties. Because he hates them because they're goys. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) But then why are they celebrating Christmas then? Oh, no, they do celebrate Christmas. Goyam are non-Jews. Oh, I see. <laughs> In Yiddish? Probably. Yeah. So he hates on them for being into Christmas. And he hatches a plan that he will 
fuck it up for them. It's a wildly unrealistic plan, and yet somehow he pulls it off. But he goes to the plan, and he starts planning it out, and the first thing he needs is a beer, I think. You're burning through these. Well, there's really we're only halfway through the book already. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're going to also oh. give each other gifts, so we, yeah, uh, that's true. we there, can save some beers for that, a special too. holiday. The, the first annual uh, Drunk Guys book swap is going to happen. Uh, so this is Back to the Whiteboard by McKellar NYC, because he has to make a plan, you know? You got the whiteboard. <laughs> New England-style India Pale Ale, 7%. Uh, this is lovely. You know, it's it's nice. So he plans it out, and he plans for him and his shitty dog, who is the Max. most... Max. Max, who is really obedient and loyal, even though he gets treated like dog shit. He's a dog. That's what they do. So he dresses up like Santa, but goes down and steals all the presents. He's going to take... Takes them away, so to ruin Christmas. He takes all their ham. So, yeah, he's going to take Christmas. He, and he takes his toy poodle thing... And he whips it up the mountain to... And he sticks an antler on its head. And yeah. Gives him a red nose. One antler. <laughs> it's, it's one, one, like, vertical antler. Not yeah. even, like, outwards. It's like a mohawk. Yeah. And he dresses up as Santa. Oh, we also mentioned... I forgot to mention because his heart is two sizes too small. That's why he hates Christmas. And why he'll die young. And his, and his cock is, like, six sizes too small. So he really... He just has a... He's, been he's naked a, the whole thing. You can't see it. a so. bad hand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no way he lives in a mountain by himself. We don't know that Grinches don't have a cloaca, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It could that be he, might, he might be one of those. Right, because there's no, re- there's, like, no one minds that uh, Donald Duck has no pants on, but Mickey and everyone else has pat pants. That's true. I have forgot about the cloaca aspect of cartoon characters. <laughs> That's an it's important not something that really thing. occurs to you, usually. Well, this is what I'm doing with my college education. <laughs> So the Grinch in his cloaca, he goes to steal Christmas. Steals, and he's like taking all the stuff off the trees and all the presents and all the and stuffings. And he's stuffing it all in. up the chimney, which is the least efficient way to steal things. Yeah, you would think out the door would be better. And little Cindy Lou who goes out and, you know, wants a cup of water in the middle of the night. And he goes, I'm, but he lies to her. So I'm just taking it to get to fix it, to make it better. I'll bring it yeah, back. He's like, there's this one lies. bulb that's out. That's this. ridiculous. The whole string would go out then. That's not true. Like, okay, it was at the time. It was at the time. <laughs> Is that true? Is that how they yeah, all worked back and, then? Uh, they, up until like recently. Really? Yeah, if, if like something went bad, they the whole thing would go dead. Yeah, they didn't have the technology to put two wires. Two wires <laughs> yeah. instead of one. That's why they're like braided now. Interesting. The magic of electrical engineering. Wow. Shit, man. Did not know that. That's what we do here. We, t- we educate. So. Space age technology, I know. <laughs> so this is how he convinces the child that he also convinces her that he's Santa Claus. And I mean, like, who says Santa doesn't have a cloaca? <laughs> he doesn't have any kids. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and so she's, re- she's like, oh, okay, great. See you in the morning. Also, he's like a big fat guy, and that happens a lot to eunuchs, doesn't it? What does that they get cloacas? No, they, they, they don't have balls, so they kind of like gain weight and they're kind of like weird big kids. That's because, yeah, without the testosterone. Yeah, so maybe Santa does have no balls. <laughs> <laughs> like a castrato. He has a totally platonic asexual relationship with Mrs. Claus <laughs> and their army of slaves. Child- <laughs> oh, <there's> elf slaves. <laughs> there's, there's, you know, there's no laws against elf slavery since they're not humans, so whatever. There's no 14th Amendment at the North Pole. Nope. Um, International territory. Thirteenth <laughs> Amendment. Well, for, well, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen are all bundled together. I just went for the middle one. I forget which one did which. 
Well, anyway, that doesn't matter. Somehow the Grinch gets his tiny little dog to drag this huge giant sleigh uh, with uh, everybody's presence up. Going a going down made sense because he was just going down the mountain. But yeah. pulling it up, that that's like a beagle. <laughs> yeah, and he's pulling smaller than a beagle. All worldly goods in an entire town on the back of one. Sleigh. First of all, that bag he brought was enormous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did he even have that? It was like Hermione's bag in Harry Potter, where she has everything in there. But that's like an interdimensional pocket. It, yeah. The bag is regular size. You reach into it like Mary Poppins kind of thing. This bag is physically enormous. It's the size of the mountain. Also, he goes up it so he can push it off the mountain, which it doesn't really make sense. Because then it goes you, back down the yeah, mountain. Yeah, I don't really get it. But He's going to push it off the, the other mountain? side of the mountain, yeah. So they just walk around. I mean, if it's one mountain that's not part of a chain, I guess I you could do that. I think it is just the one mountain. It's not the Rockies. Mountains <laughs> tend to occur in chains. That's kind of how they're formed. Not in Whoville. They don't have plate tectonics there. It's a flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> like the real earth. Oh, right. My bad. Definitely. Yeah. So then uh, he goes up there and he's like, they're going to have the shittiest Christmas and like, I'll have the best I'll Christmas. I'll show them. It's like he was expecting everyone to wake up and say, oh, no, there was no Santa. And we have a beer for that. This is called... No Santa, New England IPA by Sloop. The, Sloop seems to have this series where they just put no in parentheses in front of something. Like they had for Halloween, they said it was like, it was called Pumpkin, but it said no pumpkin because it, I don't know. Was there it pumpkin in it? It series. It, no, there was not pumpkin in it. It was like, it was I called can, no pumpkin. I can respect that. So there is that no one makes sense. in advertising. Yeah. And also my thought was, oh, so they just forgot to make a Halloween beer. Oh shit, guys, what do we do? I know. I thought they could have shit one out in two days. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't take much work to make an IPA these days, it seems. But this is one brewed without any spices. <laughs> really? That's also what it says, yeah. So this is like the anti-Christmas beer, yeah. Okay, cool. That's fine. I don't really like most of those. The, sl- the spice things? Yeah. I don't dig them. And once you have one, you've had almost all of them. Because the spice flavor dominates it so much. But they, I mean, they all have the same spice flavor. Yeah, so you just so taste that like, yeah. and the rest is yeah, right. background. This is not bad. It has like a very citrusy kind of flavor to it, mm-hmm. like tangerine or something again. Can you tell the difference between a tangerine and an orange? Flavor, not by looking. I know that I think one there is, is a difference. I, could, different. I, could, I okay. think there is yeah. a difference. I don't know. I think tangerine is sweeter. Not a strong difference, but you know. What about a satsuma? I don't believe I've ever had one of those. Is that a, I have a is whole that bunch the of thing where you put one testicle inside of someone's butthole? Is you that know that's not what that is. Cause we discussed <laughs> what that is earlier. Well, <laughs> it was Christmas. <laughs> I asked for it. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. So can you tell the difference between that and an orange? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a testicle or an orange you should, in your butthole? You should really go see a doctor. <laughs> if your testicle is the size of an orange, you should also go see a doctor. Immediately, or a witness, just <laughs> someone, to, a <laughs> photographer. Now it's gonna, it's gonna explode. Make Guinness Book World Record. Yeah, you, you, it's like when you get when up. you get torsion and it blows up. Can that happen to cocks? It's like Can you like, just tor- like, it's like when torsion a snake, her way to a bigger day. Like, like when a snake ties itself in a knot. Yeah. Can they do that? Not if they're not stupid. <laughs> but I guess like theoretically, they probably could. They just choose not to. <laughs> they're not stupid. Okay. And the ones that did, did not survive to have children. So No, no, they didn't. Thanks, Evolution. Thanks, Darwin. <laughs> so anyway, the Grinch is expecting Christmas to be ruined, but instead, no one is sad. They, everyone, all the Who's down in Whoville come out and sing, 
and I know you're hearing the song in your head right now. Bahu, but Bahu. Yeah, it's the one, but um, we uh, have copyright issues, so we won't uh, sing that. Yes. Do we? Well, so if, is, anyone was, free. if anyone was listening... That's got to be public domain by now. It's not. No, no, no this, not. Uh, So The Grinch was written in the 50s, so that's definitely but I mean, still what is fair. This, the song... Uh, fairly covered. The, move, the movie's from 60s. the 60s, 1966. But I mean, like, is Definitely this, was the song from the movie only, or was it like a real song? No, no, they, they, wrote it it, they wrote it for that. Just oh, like the You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch was made Yeah, that, but like, I thought the song was like a hymn or some shit, but they just no, took I'm all sure the words. I mean, I think they just say gibberish, right? Yeah, they're saying Bahu, Dahu. But it, maybe they're speaking it's like half, who, of the, Doctor the who language. half of Dr. Seuss's books are just made up dumb words when he needed a rhyme. But you know what? They all kick ass. They're pretty fun. They do, yeah. Anyway, and so at that point... The Grinch is like, oh, my God, what's, what's happening? How can they be so happy? I took away all of the fucking Christmas. I stole all their food and goods. They will all starve. They have no roast beast. Right? Wasn't that one of the things they eat? Roast, roast, yeah, roast, roast beast. beast yeah. Roast beast. And uh, then he realizes... Now, now, Jimmy, didn't you quote this in uh, your I, high school I, English I, regions? My English regions, yes. We were given the critical lens. You know, I don't know if other people know what that is, but oh. it's when you're given uh, a like a quote, a quote, and you're supposed to relate that or see a book through that quote, and like can say like, how does this relate to this? And ours was, in a time of darkness, the eye begins to see, and I couldn't think of anything that applied, and or that I dick. wrote well enough. I read well enough in high school because we read a bunch of weird shit, and I couldn't figure out how to. I just, I honestly couldn't figure out a way, and I was like, the Grinch. And the Lorax, because I did two picks. I did the Lorax also. I, 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 don't be- I believe you chose <laughs> to be a, a troll. I think you were <laughs> I a honestly, troll. I honestly couldn't test. think of how to relate, like, ragtime to that, or what the fuck was or Catcher in the Rye, because he never saw. He was willfully ignorant the whole time. But, like, most when of the books... When he got pimp-slapped, he saw stars. Oh. oh. That is true. And in ragtime... Um, but, hey, man, I got, like, I got, like, a 95 on that Regis. Yeah, it was a joke. You, I believe you quoted it at length. Like it came without this. It like, came without packages. It came without tag. Or it came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And <laughs> in parentheses, Seuss. <laughs> I couldn't Sign remember. I couldn't sources. remember any of the Lorax well enough. But yeah, that was right. That was right. <laughs> so Christmas happens anyway without all this stuff, and then the Grunge is like, "Ah, oh, I got this shit wrong," and then his heart. Uh, explodes. Yeah, he has a ter- tremendous coronary and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it the ends. rest of the book is just his is his uh, DMT f- uh, induced uh, visions before he dies. <laughs> Come to the light. Grinch. He dies at the top of the mountain alone. Yes, yeah, surrounded <laughs> with by his all dog. The Christmas. <laughs> the dog, dog who the... probably abandons him. No, the dog has to eat the corpse eventually. Yeah, the dog There's eats no food eats up him. there. They'll eat the roast beast. All oh, right. Yeah. Then the Grinch. It's like alive. He'll, he'll, he'll like Chilean last because it's, it's like the top of the mountain, so it'll like preserve the meat. So future uh, hikers will use his dead body as a landmark. Yes, like they do on uh, Mount Everest. Well, if a do- if a beagle can climb it, you can probably walk up that mountain in like a day. <laughs> <laughs> it's got very tiny legs. So then uh, his heart explodes because it grows several sizes. Dick doesn't grow though. And then he well, his cloaca might have enlarged. It, it opened up, and just a uncorkscrew of dick fell out. <laughs> Is it duck now? They have cloacas, but they have, they're the ones with the corkscrew dicks. I, I'm not an expert on fucking Grinch anatomy or duck anatomy. I just apparently. theorized about his cloaca. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, he decides to give everything back. And then they're like, all right, you're cool, Grinch. You could party with us because Christmas is about, you know, 
love and friendship and joy. I guess he did. They, I mean, they probably spent a long time like sorting through the enormous pile of goods, finding out who's who's. He took their like chairs, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I guess he didn't take their beds because they were asleep in them. But yeah. They took the light bulb out of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> How will the they know what's in there? Ice cube trays out of the freezer. Yeah, he really, he really <laughs> robbed him blind. And they didn't even complain. They just came out like, it's time to sing that hymn. Maybe that's how they got that giant table at the end. They just put all the tables he stole into <laughs> one long table. It's like, ah, we'll just figure it out later. <laughs> and all the tablecloths he stole. And then the Grinch himself carves the roast beast, even though it's ruined. It's been in a burlap sack overnight. <laughs> it's, got, it's got like dog hair on I it. I guess it's like probably it's probably winter, so it, I guess it preserved it. But but it was sitting next to like all the Christmas trees. But also who <laughs> it's covered and, in pine and, needles and rugs. That's an interesting rub on that roast beast you have there. It's also there was like a, there was like a thousand fur. there was a thousand who's. You got one ham, <laughs> very tiny pieces. But but who cooks the night before? Like you know, it was raw. He cooked the. Day. He came back down and they cooked it and they had a party. I guess so. They were like, "Oh, uh, good thing we have six hours I mean, to put this in the oven." If it's like a ham, it'll be done not that long. No, I and it was. It was like they started singing it's, when it's the. It's mostly when those, pre-cooked when you yeah. get it at the supermarket. They start oh, singing <laughs> when the sun comes up, so they got plenty of time. All right, because their kids all woke them at four thirty. Like it's Christmas. Like oh Jesus Christ! Fine, <laughs> go go downstairs. Fuck off. <laughs> and then uh, and that's the end. And if you didn't know that story, then what who the, f- the fuck are you? Yeah, really. We still have two beers here. Uh, so we should have opened this one earlier because this describes the Grinch and what he was hoping to have happen. This is called No Fun. So this is a double dry hopped IPA from Finback that is 7.5%. So this doesn't meet their lofty threshold for double IPA. It's just a single IPA. This is excellent, and I like it, and I want to put it all inside me. It's lovely. It is Very made nice. with, oh, there's a whole bunch of shit here, El Dorado, Mosaic, Amarillo, Citra, Blanc. Brew One, Blanc, Waimea, and 007, yeah, Blanc. Mel Blanc? No, Blanc uh, from Street Fighter. That was my other choice. Yeah, this is very nice. Almost tastes like Mont Blanc. Grape. I think it's great. Not, not like, not like, like purple? purple. Not like purple. <laughs> <laughs> not like Kool-Aid grape, but like a fresh grape type I could, flavor. I can kind of see that. There is a very fruity flavor to this. Yeah. It's, it's lovely. Lovely shit. It's very nice. I don't know what it says on the bottom. I'm always looking for the dumb shit there right there. It says, sounds like fun. Well, actually, no. It sounds like no fun. <laughs> it's called no fun. Yeah. What it's if you're a nihilist? But wouldn't, isn't there just like no fun at all for you then if you're a nihilist? Like maybe not having fun is fun for them. Then isn't that just being a contrarian prick? Is that yeah, most the same of them, as being a nihilist? Most of them are. Oh. That's true. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, really? Uh, you don't care about anything? What if someone pooped on your floor? What it's, I don't care about floors. <laughs> I'd be floored. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. The worst combination, nihilists and puns. <laughs> Existence is punishing. <laughs> uh, okay, gentlemen. Well, so it is the Christmas season. Well, hold on. Before we get to the gift giving, I just think, the, like, why is this book so famous? Like, why so popular? Because everything Doctor just did is very popular, first and of all. It's clever and it rhymes and it's fun. Yeah, it's and awesome. It's nice. And then the sixties TV thing, I think, is very, very well done too, and kind of made it even better. And the songs are good too, and all the stuff like that. So, is there more than two songs? 
they do like a hundred verses where he's like, you're a shithead, <laughs> Mr. Grinch. <laughs> you smell just like a cunt. Like, it's kind of like every... Those just, are like the later verses. It just verses. gets worse. <laughs> like, your face looks like my asshole. <laughs> your teeth look like my balls, Mr. Grinch. That would be really That's, disturbing. And they're very saggy teeth. They're really soft. <laughs> they're wrink- to, it's a gum teeth everything. They're wrinkly. <laughs> You have like little hair sticking. There's out. nothing worse than wrinkly teeth. <laughs> his teeth itch all the time. <laughs> he has to put talcum powder in his mouth every morning. My mouth's really sweaty on my teeth, Mister Grinch. <laughs> I wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. Like just, it's, it's just how every verse goes. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck your mother with someone else's dick. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's why. But I mean, there is like a. Uh, it does seem pretty fucking timeless at this point. I mean, sixty six is twenty years before we were born, and Nate was only thirteen at the time. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's a long time ago. But I mean, it, it was also like the like the era where like the Peanuts thing and like all oh, yeah. all those old cartoon movies or those two that they show still every year. It's just kind of forced into the. And uh, there were also only three channels on TV. So when one channel had something, a lot true. of people watched it. That's yeah. fair. But it does, it does make it does make us comment about the commercialization of Christmas or secularization of Christmas, right? But he's like, but Seuss is saying that um, well, well, the whole book is completely secular, yeah. But the commercial part, like decorations and presents and all that shit, that's not you could take that away and you still have Christmas, yeah. Which was yeah. Kind of ask nice. a fucking five year old. Well, if they grew up in a Mennonite church or something, they grew, like they're like uh, a hippie commune, yeah, or Jewish. You know what? We we didn't get presents this year. We really just got each other love. Tell that to a five year old. See how see what they think. <laughs> <laughs> see how they like Christmas. Then I was at the the, the the commercialization of Christmas is pretty ridiculous. That it's. I mean, the only reason Hanukkah is a thing is because Christmas is so commercialized. In yeah, the it's States. not even a holiday for them. Really, Hanukkah it's is a like bullshit a minor, holiday. It's like Arbor Day. Yeah, <laughs> like if you go to Israel, there don't give a flying fuck about it. The. Uh, Commercialization is in America is what made Hanukkah a big deal here because people are like, oh, there's money to be made there. Let's get the 0.01 percent of the population <laughs> that is Jewish and get them to buy some shit. Yeah, but I was at the Christmas tree store because I go there a lot because I've totally bought into Christmas as a thing as you, you've seen it in my house. I've seen your village. Um, they had a Hanukkah tree topper, you know, for your Hanukkah tree. <laughs> what? Yeah, like a Christmas tree topper. Like you could sell the like the Christmas section. And then there's this one little pocket of blue, and that's all the Hanukkah shit. And then there was a Hanukkah tree topper. That <laughs> seems contradictory. And I told him my Jewish friends, because I have so many. It's cool. I'm not racist. And he was like, don't you mean Hanukkah bush? I'm like, no, it literally said tree. Bushes don't have a top. Yeah. They're all bottoms. It's all badonkadonk. <laughs> so I, I, his comment about the commercialization of Christmas was... Was interesting and yeah, and it's gotten so much better since the sixties. It has gotten mm-hmm. so terrible. Since, Success since it's, Christmas it's, starts, like right after the back to school sale is over at <laughs> your store. Well, it's it's full swing the day after Halloween. Oh yeah, but they, then it's just fuck Thanksgiving, Christmas, all up in your face. Just Santa's Santa's big fucking pubes in your mouth <laughs> as he forces Do his Christmas down have your throat. Pukes? I feel like he'd have to to live, you know, like like. 
Penguins have furry shit on them, don't they? Like feathers? They have feathers. They're birds. It's so feather pubes. You know, okay. they're, they're feather like pubes. a light dusting of feathers. Like little tiny feathers. A little bit of down. Lizards have cloacas too, and they don't have any feathers. They're very scaly. Maybe they have feathers like, underneath their scales. Dinosaurs had feathers, they say. So Just the fabulous ones. Oh, they're just like, <laughs> like, like long boas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you don't know the Grinch, you're a fucking asshole. But you're a Grinch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we, I think, have a, we're going to start our, our Christmas tradition now. We have to... By inflicting pain on one another. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. And uh, well, I have, I have a gift for you, gentlemen. Sorry, one of you is getting a used we copy. Should, we should explain the, the, the idea yeah, behind should. this tradition that we came up with because please, we hate one another. Please is is the tradition yet when we, it's only the first time? It will be. We're not going back from here. There's too, too much... Uh, crap being recommended to me on Amazon now that I need to get <laughs> next year. <laughs> so what's the tradition, guys? So the tradition is we are each going to give the other two uh, a book that we think will cause the other's pain to have to read, and then we're going to discuss it here. I don't know if we're going to do individual episodes on each one, or are we going to mush them together into one mega episode? I think we should do them individually, because I don't want to I guess it'll, depe- it'll depend on the book, I think. It will. Yeah. But... We'll see how yeah. that works out. So we we spent some time... Well, Mike had this idea solely because he had a book he's been trying to get us to read for years now. And I got I it. was never against it. He just... You had to find it. It was hard to find. And I, I got it. I got three copies of Bear by Marion Engel. It's going to be incredible. A... Uh, let's see. Canadian what's novel. I should note that this is Canadian, so it's going to be weird. She's like it's it's like Margaret Atwood, bear. That's, so that's it for yeah. Canadian novels. I'm yeah. just this is just off the back of the book. It says in the short and controversial novel Bear, a mousy librarian is summoned to a remote Canadian island to inventory the estate of Colonel Jocelyn Carey. Colonel Carey, as the reader quickly learns, a man learns, named Jocelyn has a number of secrets. Well, I guess a woman, can but the Colonel. most yeah. surprising and most enduring is a bear. <laughs> By page 20, our librarian has met the bear and, quote, wondered if the bear would be good company. I like that they specify the bear shit starts right away. The bear, in the, lead. the bear <laughs> is indeed good company, intimate company, shocking company. And I flipped open just to one page, and there was a passage of her getting chowed out by a bear. So I can't wait to read the rest, <laughs> gentlemen. Okay. This is a very famous so, book. Merry Christmas, guys. I haven't... Which Someone gets the used copy. I don't know which one. That is. Hopefully, it doesn't have bear jizz on it. <laughs> oh, it does. Okay, is this how much of this is a joke, or was this written as a serious? I bought it as a joke. Uh, <laughs> no, Margaret <laughs> is a joke. I get it, but written. How much of it was written as a joke? Because the I, one that I bought is definitely written as a joke. I don't think uh, this was Margaret Lawrence on the back says it's fascinating and profound. <laughs> this novel speaks of a woman's strange, Wait. some would say bizarre, and moving journey toward inner freedom Wait. and strength. On the back of my book, there's actually a uh, quote. There's actually a, like a blurb by Margaret Atwood. It really is. <laughs> oh, there is mine too. Yeah, I guess we have the same one. Just mine is slightly different. It's a certain wonderful book, plausible as kitchens. Margaret Atwood's really weird. She's very strange. Yeah. Well. Okay. How much? Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you like shit. <laughs> this is uh, gonna wow. change me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Mike. All right. All right, welcome. I can't wait till you read about the bear's muscular tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to assume he has a muscular tongue. It's a bear. Uh, <laughs> do, do you want to go next? 
Yeah, okay, sure. Well, while he does that, I have, a, I have one more beer for us, a Christmas beer. This is called the Great Xmas Mashup Stout. I think it fits our book exchange here. Yeah. It's by Evil Twin and Massey. up. And uh, this beer is a 12.5% imperial stout brewed with almond, vanilla, muscovado sugar, maple, marshmallow coffee, raspberry, and chocolate. That's a cacophony of flavors. I'm gonna res- I've had three of these already, so I'm not going to say anything. Well, you poured yourself quite a hefty cup there. So. I have an opinion of it. Woo! It's so actually, actually, I saw that you tweeted about this. Yes, you can follow us on Twitter, DrunkSBC, where I post dumb shit that no one looks at. So please look at it. It's mostly pictures of beer or snarky jokes that I had to put with typos in them. It smells like a fire, <laughs> but it tastes pretty... It's, I, can definitely taste, I can definitely taste the raspberry. I think it's just enough raspberry. Yeah, that's weird. You think of all the other things, you wouldn't expect the raspberry to even show up, but it's pretty good. I, I mean, like I it. don't fucking like raspberry. No, but I'm thinking, remember a couple of years ago, we had the... Uh, ra- uh, raspberry Imperial Stout that was... Uh, I'll take your word for it. It was on the episode of I uh, remember Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I think the quote was, it's like the night rap- raped my mouth with a condom of raspberry, is what I said about the stout. It's <laughs> too much raspberry. <laughs> I-, I would agree, just a tiny bit, which is, you know... It's a very it a strong yeah. flavor. So it, if you have too much of it, it's just like, it's kind of like mouth puckering. And it's tart raspberry, but then yeah. it really like balances. Eat a raspberry, it's like, oh! Yeah. I think they're nice. And they have like oh. little pubes on them. It's going to be gross. wrong, Nate. This is very nice. This is very I nice. I like it. I'm going to continue drinking it. So. All right, gentlemen. So I, after you guys got yours, not that I know what Jimmy's is yet. I'm so excited. I, I had to Google <laughs> what is the most ridiculous book on Amazon. No, I think it was the most inappropriate book on Amazon. And. This is what came up, and so I was like, "Well, that's what I has to. That's what I have to order." So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna tell you something that's gonna shock you. I've read this. <laughs> you know what? I had a first choice that I didn't get because I saw you had already read it. I was like, I can't do that. Was it the haunted vagina? Yeah, it was the haunted <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Is this the same guy? Uh, no, but it's the same bunch of weirdos. I so can't wait we to haven't said the name this. of this. Uh, Nate, you want to tell us what this book is since you've inflicted this book? This book's called <laughs> Ass Goblins of Auschwitz <laughs> by Cameron Pierce. And yes, this is a printed book. Yeah, we had to get physical copies because it's, it's much more fun to give someone. I have to put this, on your, put this on your bookshelf. It needs to be yeah. visible mm-hmm. in your home. Ass Goblins of Auschwitz. I did. Monty Python meets Nazi exploitation in a surreal nightmare as could only be imagined by bizarro fiction author Cameron Pierce. So this guy is known for weird shit. So the bizarro fiction thing is uh, a thing, is a few writers, and they're all like guys around our age. You know, just try to be as fucked as possible. They put weird shit. It's it very says they must weird. overcome cock rats. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff One where word. Like, Wait, guys so, like shitting out his organs and stuff. So why and, exactly have you read this already? Um, how would you I, not see this and read it immediately? I'm going to quote uh, Sir, Sir uh, Edmund Hillary, because it's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Jesus. Uh, I, I went through a phase. I, I, read, I read about four or five of Bizarro fiction books at one point, and then I kind of I mean, tired of it. This is very short. Yeah, I, and that was probably part of it, too. It's like, oh, that's a short, really dumb book. What could this be about? I like this picture of the author in the back. What a weirdo. <laughs> it's like a guy standing in a bush. He's behind the bush. <laughs> like, he purposely did a weird picture. He's wearing, a, he's wearing like a, 
looks like a velvet coat. I mean, it's it's particularly weird shit. No, he lives in Oregon, of course. Yeah, I think they're all from fucking Oregon. So he, oh, Razorhead Press also wrote the haunt, also did the haunted vagina. So these yeah, guys all kind of know Carlton Mellick the Third. What about this other one you didn't get called Baby Jesus Butt Plug? <laughs> well, wait for next year. Abortion arcade. <laughs> this one is called Rampaging Fuckers of Everything on the Crazy Shitting Planet of the Vomit. Uh, some of these seem like they're trying too hard. I think this is the exact appropriate <laughs> level of okay. Like, wow, all right, those are words that go together that I didn't think about. So I'm looking at the back It has here. some alliteration. I have read The Haunted Vagina. I also read Cripple Wolf. <laughs> Cripple Wolf? It's like Sippin' Wolf, but... Yeah, that one's like they're on an airplane with, with, a, with a werewolf, and it just kills everyone on the plane. It was... So it's like snakes on a plane, but werewolves. Yes, yes, okay. it is. That's, that's I, good. I am I'm looking forward to, re, to revisiting this old friend. <laughs> 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 the cover is a weird... I mean, I guess it's it an ass a, goblin. Yeah, I don't understand what the... Like these antennas coming out of its ass. It's, got, it's like a pair it's of a chest ass. With limbs. It's just an Oh, ass. it's like its eyes are on these... It's, it looks like a Nazi version of Crumb from All Real Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, like, he doesn't have eyes. He's got little stalks that hold them out in front of his... Coming out of his chest ass. Also, he's wearing a swastika. Oh, you gotta have the armband. He's got curiously tiny feet. That was the sign of the master race, actually. <laughs> he's just got a lot of teeth on top there. <laughs> That's That's an, uh, okay, yeah. All right. He's All right. an asshole with teeth. Well found. Well found. Well done, sir. Thank I you. Can't wait to return to this. I'm going to start the, this tonight. Spirit of the season <laughs> <laughs> for Christmas. I want you guys to know how oh, Jimmy's, hard how Jimmy's hard book I is not short. It's not. <laughs> God damn it! I mean, it's it's not super long, but I want you guys to know how hard I looked for a book that I thought would really upset you. Like I had to Google some weird stuff. I like looked up like most did disturbing to, like, books. Did you go on incognito? Like you didn't want anyone to know you looked at this shit. I probably did. I don't remember. But I, I looked at like. Top disturbing books, most upsetting books, books that make you sick, you know, all that Fuck. stuff. <laughs> and uh, after The Haunted Vagina, uh, you'd already read that. Uh, yeah, it was pretty uh, bad, actually. This one is called Cows <laughs> by Matthew Stocko. Uh, one of the reviews on Goodreads was simply... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but how many stars? I don't, it got, actually got, it got some decent stars. And one of the reasons was, I don't feel comfortable recommending this to anyone I know. <laughs> I want to read I want to read for you the blurb from Publishers Weekly about this book. <laughs> Tale of love, self-empowerment and talking cows. <laughs> this is from Publishers <laughs> Publishers Weekly wrote this. Do you like cows? <laughs> Do you even have a tinge of faith in the goodness of man? And so Skip this relentlessly violent survey of some taboos you've heard of and hopefully a few new ones that you've never <laughs> occur to you. The novel follows 25-year-old Stephen, who dwells in the faceless American city with his sadistic mother, parentheses, the hag beast, his only <laughs> friend, a crippled dog named Dog. I think also the dog is probably dead. I don't remember exactly. His life takes a dramatic turn when he takes a slaughterhouse job and is quickly initiated into the factory's bloody and darkly sexual brotherhood. Oh, God. There he meets upstairs neighbor Lucy, who is obsessed with vivisection and starts to believe there may be a ray of light in his otherwise nightmarish life. But what follows is a phantasmagoria of extreme violence, death, sex, bestiality, self-surgery, torture, and a really, really bad mother-son relationship. <laughs> All of which <laughs> takes what the Marquis de Sade did and pushes it down the road a little farther. A little? <laughs> <laughs> There's some other stuff, but yeah, I wanted to get the gist of it. Uh, oh, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to really <laughs> find something that would haunt you. I want, I want something that you'll never forget. 
so yeah. Also, we knew you were getting us bear, so I thought it was funny that it was called cows. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a, a bestiality uh, in the Venn diagram of books that we got today. Bestiality is a... Is, is a oh, he's probably, he probably fucks a cow. That's what I'm someone, guessing. Someone fucks a cow. Or is fucked by a cow. That would be a bull, I guess. You put the udders in there. Yeah. I mean, I would say that's weird, but uh, apparently that's possible. They said there's things in there you've never thought to occur to you. So, <laughs> Or to a cow. I hope. <laughs> My second choice uh, was... I'd save it for next year. Uh, yeah, maybe I should. But it, it, I, it, it seems like it's even too, too weird for even this. <laughs> so maybe I should do it. It's not come for Sasquatch. No, no. I want. I wanted to avoid like just like those corny uh, self-published like erotica novels because it, <laughs> like, it, it felt like cheating. I wanted to find something uh, that was like almost purporting to be a real book. This well, I don't it is see physically <laughs> printed. I don't into see book form. any publisher information on here. There is no publisher's name on this. There's old heart. There's old uh, printed editions that exist, and you have to. They cost a lot. Of this, this was expensive. No, no, no. I at first I thought it was like maybe I should a different book, but then I found it uh, like this is like a, a reprint or like a new edition that's a, re- a reasonable book price. But no. there was old ones where it was like they're you have to buy them off other people for like hundreds of dollars. I was like, I'm not gonna buy. You're this right. Book. I really do not see any. Maybe no one. No one wants to be associated with it. No one wants to. But apparently, this guy is known for writing weird. Disturbing things. So great. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked back at ass columns of Auschwitz where it says That picture is in front is visceral. Forget everything you know about Auschwitz. You're about to be shit slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what that means. But <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> so Nate, did you buy yourself a copy of this too? Yeah, I have three copies. Oh yes. I have three this copies. This is a this is this is a good Christmas gentleman. If someone like mugs me on the train and takes my bag. They're going to be like, what the fuck did I take from this person? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I want to find him and give it back. <laughs> it's like a reverse mugging. He's like, he's like, oh, no, he did something bad to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have this. I guess I have to read it now. Well, gentlemen, I think this has been a successful. I mean, I haven't read them yet, but uh, I'm sure they'll be, be successful. good. I'm sure they'll be uh, memorable, at least. We're going to be upset at each other and ourselves. <laughs> I'll feel, I'll, feel great. I'll feel great about myself. I feel nothing. Well, we'll tell you what we think when these episodes come out, but in the meantime, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And if you've listened this far, don't be a Grinch with your review. Just give us five stars on whatever platform you're listening to, and that'll really help us out. And uh, help us keep drinking and make our livers grow two sizes too big. And also, check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. Thanks for listening. There's no Santa Claus.